We are back. The boys of God Hates Jags are here to help you out once again. My name is Sean. As always, we got Patrick and Shimmer in the house. We got a lot to talk about. The Jag season is finally on the, uh, the cusp of seeing it. We are in mid-August now. We got preseason football to talk about. We're going to break it all down as the Jags played the Browns. But first off, hello, gentlemen. You excited to be back on the pod? Back at it. I'm just, it feels like football's almost real again, and that makes me happy. It's the best time of the year, you know? I literally was talking about it with coworkers. I was like, I love, like, football. I love the holiday fall season, and, you yeah. know, like, football and, like, school going back is kind of like the, uh, the little, like, kickoff that you know it's real. I was not excited for school going back. It added a lot of time to my drive this morning, but, <laughs> oh, uh, but yes. It had no <laughs> effect on me one way or another. Same, but same drive, same amount of time. I personally am not stoked. I know we don't have it every year and, you know, hopefully we will next time we get a player in the hall of fame, but it feels like forever since the hall of fame game. And it feels like it's making the preseason drag even longer. Yeah, like going from four to three games was a great move by the NFL. And then we went back to having four this year because the Hall of Fame. And I was like, God damn it. Like, and that's an advantage. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, us and the Raiders got it. Right. So it's a glorified feels like scrimmage the anyway. Should be over. Yeah. But we didn't even go back to practice a week early like the Raiders did. Yeah. And there was I mean, like a 45 minute rain delay. So. Did you I was see like, the, I got myself hyped up for this shitty Hall of Fame game just for it to get delayed. And I was like, motherfuckers. Yeah, I went to a bar. I was like, what am I going to wait 45 minutes for, <laughs> for the, not a single starter to even play? Can you bring back the fried pickles in like half an hour <laughs> when the game starts? I don't want them now. I was uh, in a restaurant in D.C. and had to ask them to put the game on. And these guys at the bar were like who asked for this i was like that would that would be me asking for jags games in other cities is always like a rough showing yeah you gotta like do some begging and you don't even ask if there's like multiple teams on you know <laughs> you know your contingent isn't going to compete with the rest of the bar if it's there's like 15 club. tvs in there and they were watching the washington nationals i guess is that the baseball team yes yeah, there yeah. was a baseball game on, and I'm like, can you put one TV? Yeah, no, on? that's a fair trade-off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can just turn their hell to the other 14. I got it, though. <laughs> it's preseason Jags football, but I promise it's more exciting than a baseball game. Yes, it was. That would be my pitch. <laughs> I it agree. how I feel about baseball. Is anyone going to suffer physical violence <laughs> in that game? At worst case, they get hit by a ball. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we just alienated all baseball fans who listen to this. I, well, this isn't God hates baseball. It's God hates Jags. Should be. So. Sean yeah. hates baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I've made my opinions well known. I think you have. Yeah, they're recorded. Yes. I would rather watch the Tony Bazzelli speech than watch like the World Series of a game like. That's how uh, well, boring good baseball speech. is to me. It was a great. It was by far the best speech. I didn't watch it. anyone else's. I got. Yeah, I didn't honest. watch anyone else. Although Neither I heard I. secondhand about uh, about some of them on 1010XL. I thought that was real cool. Like 
they've made a thing for years about getting shout outs uh like the people on 1010xl from tony you when he gets name in. drop dan hicken's partner on this podcast no but I'm i love it for dan i love dan hicken's my favorite yeah. my dream still is to get him on the podcast yeah i think we, <laughs> him and honestly right only person above him is uh the guy we always have to cut for time trevor <laughs> uh i like i feel like dan hicken, i hope one day we can uh, we can finally squeeze him in one day Hickam would, would be like a tough sell to get on the podcast, but I feel like the second he got on, he would have a blast. I really oh, think man, so, yeah. too. <laughs> we haven't had a guest in a while. If anyone's listening and has some connections. <laughs> we should, well, before the season, we got we got we to gotta call ET, I think. <laughs> For sure. Just so we can get extra hype before the game one. Get the we need a, a custom intro. He's <laughs> pretty good at that. But well, yeah, I feel like in one day I'm gonna watch Leroy Butler's because I heard it was it just good. reminded me though. Real, my... <laughs> real quick segue. Sorry, you just reminded me. Guess who's now available for cameos? Urban fucking Meyer. If we can get he's him, back? <laughs> well, he's, he's back free on. now. He took it off because he was a head coach. On. He's, he's unemployed. He needs that cash. I say we start a GoFundMe. To get Urban Meyer to say God hates Jags and we use it in our intro. What's the most slanderous thing against <laughs> the like team you think bucks. we could get him to say? 400 bucks? 400 yeah, for bucks? one minute, I think. We can do that. If we save, like... <laughs> we, uh... If each one of us puts in, like... I want to start I a GoFundMe. I don't know the $5 legality a week of for the whole that. season. I'm looking it's this probably up. Probably not even I still have bucks. <laughs> it's Urban Meyer. Five oh, dollars a week between the three of us. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably has, uh... not gonna equal enough. <laughs> he left his first thing. It says Urban Meyer, head coach, Jacksonville Jaguars. I would have thought he would have removed that. Well, he can say whatever he wants. He's unemployed. It, we're still not going to be if we say five dollars each of us every week for the whole season. We still can't afford a one minute cameo. For hey, it's only Meyer. it's, it's only, only two hundred fifty. 350. All right, we're down 95 bucks still. We'd have to increase it to six bucks, I think, but we'll do it over the course of two seasons. Oops, still doesn't get us there. (laughs) He looks blazed out of his mind in just the little thumbnails for all of his videos. I think we encourage him to get blazed out of his mind before (laughs) his video. (laughs) Under special instructions. Yeah. I'm just scrolling and he gets like more fucked up looking in every picture. He like starts well, at like 5 p.m. and like knocks out like 20 in a row as he's like drinking. He will be the head coach of some tiny school like Tulsa in three, two years. I don't see that ever happening again. He's getting a college coaching guy. You think so? They always he's going to coach in like the XFL. And they'll be like way better than they should be. It says all yeah. proceeds go towards fighting human trafficking. We could literally save human lives. While getting a humorous Urban Meyer, could we? The real the question jazz. is, could we write off the Urban cam, Urban cameo as a charity donation? Ooh, Ooh that almost makes up for the difference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I'm it's all humans, proceeds go to stopping. It's I, like we literally is, gave money to a foundation. Man, we are charitable guys. Man, we are ironic, such good people. Whoa. Someone should look into that because my guess is not all proceeds go to. <laughs> I had to guess. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't. That's just a bio. Anybody could write that. <laughs> they should all go to paying Josh Lambo for for emotional distress 
suffered from Urban Meyer (laughs) in his lawsuit. Hey, speaking of kickers, I still don't know why we cut Matthew Wright. He's posting videos on Twitter of him kicking touchbacks over and over and over. We got kicking issues. Where's Matthew Wright? Well, wouldn't he be on a team if he was any good? That's like, dude, there's no. He wants only to play. He works for like Lockheed Martin. That man's making money, making space shit. That was an unanswered question, Sean, that I answered. And he made like 10 times as much (laughs) in the NFL versus what he made at Lockheed Martin. Well, this is more of he just enjoyed his time with us so much. He said it's either Jags or space shit. Those are my only options. I don't care about the money. He hasn't tagged not That might have been his only options, but I don't think it was his choice. (laughs) I don't know. Someone should give him a chance. I agree. The Jack, I mean... I don't understand what they're doing there, but whatever. We do have kicker issues, but I'm, I'm rooting for uh, the guy that's like six foot six and like 250 pounds. Well, he's currently the front runner because he's the only kicker on the team now because we cut Elliot Fry today. I, still... I know, but our, did you guys watch the second preseason game? Our depth is so bad, we can put him in at linebacker if we have to. Dude, that'd be sweet. Fullback, give him, if he scores multiple touchdowns this year as a fullback. I'll lose my mind. That's my kind of. That'd shit. be an interesting prop bet if the kicker will score a touchdown. He's not even going to make the team. Yeah, I, I, I am of that opinion. I think like some team is, will have two. This is what we call Tebow one. talk. Yeah, we're devoting hey. time to a guy who won't even be on the squad. But fantasy wise, would he get six points for a touchdown and then get a point for oh, the this extra is point? Like, uh, who's the guy on the Saints where they oh. listed at quarterback and tight end? Which oh yeah, bullshit. people get all mad about oh, yeah. that kind of stuff about what kind of points you can get. Well, he played uh, quarterback, and he got quarterback points, not tight end. We'll probably points. claim a kicker uh, off waivers. Hill, that's his name. Um, yeah. I don't care. I, I say sign Lambo again. I bet he's fine now. Yeah, yeah, I'd be fine <laughs> unless, with that. Unless he's still so you know recovering from the kick. Uh, all right. Let's all right. the game, yeah. Our the preseason game is bad. Yeah, and guys. I'm sure everyone saw that. Let's set the scene here. Okay. We're a couple days post our first official preseason. I don't know what the Hall of Fame is. It's just called it preseason zero because this is week one. So I don't know. So we're officially in week one of preseason. We took on the Cleveland Browns. God hates Jags is here for you. We had eyes all over. We had Shimmer and myself at the game. We have Patrick back in God hates Jags headquarters watching it at home, getting the bird eyes view so he can see everything that we missed. So we can break it down for a couple angles. Shimmer and I, we scored those. I get primo free club seats during preseason. So we had a lap of luxury. We hobnobbed with the high society. We totally fucked up, though, because I didn't realize with club seats, you can walk in the the nice middle part of the stadium that you can't go in unless you have club seats. Like we went up the escalator and walked through all the... With all the normal. Yeah, we walked with all the pores (laughs) and the normals. I felt so stupid when we were leaving. I realized, oh, we can go through the nice doors. They have like this big Titanic staircase you can walk it was up so and down. So much faster. Yeah, we spent like twenty minutes walking around, sweating for no reason. They're but... like, here, do you want some contraband to take into the stadium? Yeah. <laughs> so we <laughs> fucked so up. Nice. We're not used to the the nice good things in life. But once we found it, it was really nice. I bought these dumplings for five dollars. Yeah. Best. Although the food was very. I don't know. I feel like preseason games, it's just, oh, we got to get rid of all the shit from that we still got in the fridge. Yeah. You know? <laughs> because uh... that was some terrible tenders. But <laughs> the game itself, $15. solid seats, 
think we missed like the first drive or two, but we got. Oh, there. that was like the only good part. Yeah, I know, but we got to see some starters. That's not true. We saw a touchdown. Did we? Uh, Who was our touchdown? Oh Ingram. yeah, even Ingram. Yeah, even Ingram. Even. Even Ingram <laughs> scored a touchdown. Even Ingram. I like that. Even uh, Ingram can score for us. Although he has an odd number. <laughs> 17. Yeah, that's a weird ass. Like he looks like a wide receiver, but he's a tight yeah. end technically, which I don't even know what that even means nowadays. If you just if you look like I'm a wide still receiver getting adjusted and you to don't the block. Mm-hmm. But. Like a lot of these dudes, like, I don't know, he didn't do much the first or even play that first game. So like all the the entire offense outside of Trevor, I was like, who is that guy? Because <laughs> I didn't know any of their numbers. Wide receivers love the teens now, but I'm an 80s guy. When it comes to wide receivers, I want my old school. I want my 88s. I want my 82s. That's how I like my wide receivers personally. They hate it now. Yeah. They all want like 12 or single digits now, but. I'm with you. I, I think like the, uh, the 80s are, are classic, but like, can't they get, can they, they can't get single digits? Um, yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. DJ single digits four are now, always cool. I don't yeah. know. One, like Travis Etienne, one, like it's one's a, a cool thing. number to have, but like actually on a jersey, it just looks so like, you know, it doesn't take up any space. It looks so like empty. I don't, I'm not a huge fan. Hopefully, players won't be able to see his number because he'll just be running right past. Ooh, yeah, he's so sleek. Like mm-hmm. two giant eights. <laughs> like you can, like, it's like very obvious and you know where to tackle, but like a sleek one, he just slides right past you. He looked good. He did look good. Um, like surprisingly yeah he looks healed that's for sure oh yeah right. he looks ready to go he... i saw some tweet that basically said like etn's gonna be the guy that runs for like one yard two yards negative one negative three and then 55 i can see that because he it, it seems like he thinks he's quicker than he is but but he's I also mean, it was literally his first game playing like throughout the games or throughout the series so but there's like two or three years of comfort of catching the ball out of the backfield from Trevor already. Built totally. Yeah. Like, and you, it was evident, like it's going to be such a weapon to just have him waiting in case he needs to dump it off. Um, so, I mean, I was, uh, for the starters, I was really like surprisingly impressed for the rest of the team. They like, if anyone major gets hurt, they're fucked. They have no good yeah. backups, really. It, like, there's a couple positions are somewhat deep, but even there aren't that impressive. So I was thinking about it, watching it, and when the second team was in, I was like, the only thing I can say about this, and it was bad, was that, I mean, I counted four guys on the second string defense that were our starters last year. Uh, the offense. Uh, I mean, Will Richardson was in, and he started for us like here and there, but he wasn't really like one of our starters. But like, it was still pretty bad. But the fact that now the guys that were our starters because we had no one else are now the second string. I mean, uh, little steps. Yeah, like Dewey Wingard starter, bleh. Dewey Wingard backup. I'm okay exactly. with that. He was like the best player <laughs> on the second. Oh, string. he's like. PFF, he always has like a top five grade for the team, and I'm like, who is this motherfucker paying off? Like, he, I know he's Smoot not that good. One of the best players on the. I on watched the second him team. be not that great. How does he always have a, like a green rated score? I you bet know, Wingard is. It turns out to be like a coach because I feel like he always is supposed to be where he's doing what he's supposed to. It's just he lacks 
the athletic traits that the rest of the NFL have. Yeah, yeah it's like a he's, little he's a coachable Wyoming player. Body. Yeah. yeah, he's just all fucking try hard and work his ass off. But still, he shouldn't start. <laughs> I'll say uh, the um, Fadakasi, actually, I mean, like, he didn't really, like, make a play that would, like, show up. But he was, like, running, you know, through some people for as big as he is. He's going to be hard to stop. Every time, hard to say his name. Yeah, every time know, we mention Fatikasi, uh, we have to give Sean an attempt to pronounce it <laughs> until he gets it right. We're also going to practice Am I doing... this with uh, Yeah, just say, uh, just say defensive tackle or say linebacker, and I'll try <laughs> my best. Defensive tackle. Defensive, defensive tackle. tackle. He is Foye Fatikasi. No, close. Uh, you got him backwards. You got him uh, backwards. He's Fo- Foley Fatikasi. Yeah, right. and the linebacker is Foye Alukande. No, you added a lot of <laughs> you added a little bit extra. Yeah, you Foye Alakan. You really you added a Wakanda on there. <laughs> you thought what? <laughs> I was I'm getting closer. You're I getting, blame I'm, the Jags you're... for signing both of them on the same day of free agency. If they signed then... one in 2021 and one this year, I would be able to you know. One Both is foyer and one is foley, and that's confused. I can. I know, that's, and those yeah, are just their nicknames. Their real back. nicknames are like their first names. Their real first names are like five syllables each. It's ridiculous. Ooh, just remember to get all of them in one movie pun. Fatikasi, <laughs> fat because he's a defensive lineman. That's Ooh, how fat Akasi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what is Aloakand? He's a, he's a uh, linebacker. But I mean, did I say it right? Foyer Aloakand. A Luakon or a Luakin, yeah. whatever. We okay. don't know. I'm getting I don't know an association for that one, but you can figure it out. Keep testing me every pod. I'm getting there. That's the best I've done so far. We will. Other things I noticed uh, that the play where even Ingram scored a touchdown. <laughs> so the good part of that, I mean, he was wide open. So that was when good. The but fuck that was do a, we have wide open people? That shit I know. Was awesome. yeah. I never have wide open. It was a fourth down play in a preseason game. So that was just like a throwaway fourth down play. And he still ended up wide open for a touchdown. So if we have ones that we're actually like game planning for during the regular season, I think that bodes well for that. Um, Can I read off a tweet, a live tweet? Yes. Uh, and I'm going to just no. tie it back into the game. So as we're recording, it's the, uh, the Monday night practice with live tackling uh somebody at practice said that zay jones may be the best receiver on the team and he was definitely the best receiver on the preseason game he had that long catch from trevor and it's like either that's going to be like really good or really bad news for the team well, Zay Kirk Jones is your favorite, but he's practicing yeah. neo tonight like he's been practicing the whole time he just missed like half of a practice and then the game i no, hope that he could- plays I mean, I get what you're saying that if, if Zay Jones just happens to be the best amongst our shitty group, uh, but or what if this is the time the random guy actually becomes a superstar. We have a Jimmy Smith on our hands. Yeah. The same way. Yeah, exactly. Like there's there's something to be said about a scheme fit, which some players like Patriots have been doing for years. They turn superstars out of other players that, you know, were discarded. Right. But, uh, uh, if anyone is saying that we had faith in bulky in this signing and beginning, like this is, this leads us perfectly into our, our uh, new mini game, 
Hyper Hope, by the way, because I wanted to start it off with Zay Jones. Is it real or is it just preseason hype nonsense? Like so far, he looks the part, but then if I point out that Miles Garrett didn't play, their best corner didn't play, a bunch of dudes didn't play, and Deshaun Watson played his first mm-hmm. game in two years, which is why like our defense was hardly on the field. Right, Sounds like yeah. they were just intimidated to cover Zay Jones. I mean, so Sean is saying, hope. Uh, I was going to say, is the real I think deal. the hype <laughs> is real. Pretty much rely on Sean. I don't know which hype. one's which. <laughs> He called, the title needs some work. Zay Jones was giving an interview and he called Trevor Lawrence precious. I'm sold on him. I love I do him. love that. He gives yeah. great. <laughs> he's he's not a weird wrong. dude. He's not he's so not like, wrong. he doesn't give just dumb football guy answers. He's like really weird and methodical about how he thinks about things. He's a weird, he's like a sicko guy that you, like those are the dudes that ends up being really good. Well, he's got the Uncle Rico haircut. So. Oh, I love it. The man <laughs> is a beauty. You don't see that often. Um, I think that he is just because he's been around the league for what four or five years. Yeah, I think this is his year six. I mean, I, I think it's just kind of you're giving Trevor like a professional only wide receiver or something. Because Mar- Marvin Jones was our best receiver last year. And I think Marvin Jones is already washed. He's going to be washed. Well, I mean, either year. way, he's the same kind of player, like a professional wide receiver that's like, I'll catch the ball if you throw it to me. I'm not going to make like flashy plays or anything like that. But I mean, I have high, I have high hopes. He made a, f- for... a flashy play in this first game. Ooh. Yeah. Remember when Marvin Jones had that fifty thousand dollar incentive from the last game, and he had to like catch a bunch of balls, and he did really easily to get his money. Marvin Jones needs incentives for every week of the year, so to like. Give him a reason to ball out. I'm fine with that. <laughs> that was by far the best he played the whole year was that last game. I'm fine I have, with that. A, I have a, a hot take for you right now. Hot take Our me. boy, Evan, me. even Ingram, is going to have more touchdown catches than Zay Jones at the end of the season. I buy that oh, big time. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with he, that. I think he takes over as the red zone guy. I also think he's the closest thing to match up problem they've ever had at tight end since i mean never. gentlemen let's not forget about dan <laughs> yeah. arnold now come on dan, we like the jaguars seem to have forgot he was on the second team yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was playing in the fourth quarter i was like god damn how far has my boy fallen? still still stole that trade even if he doesn't ever play again yeah either way we came out better <laughs> we got a fifth out of that who was that who's I'm our saying, fifth round pick uh oh he For was sixth. the guy that he was the guy that uh, threw up on the field last preseason. Uh, Jordan Terry Smith. Brown? No, Jordan uh, Smith. Oh, uh, yeah. He's never played. All right. So. No, yeah. He's on IR this year. Ooh, but, yeah, nice. Dan Arnold <laughs> and even Ingram, easily the best duo of tight ends we've had on paper. Uh, I think we are. I think and we have the herder that, of men. Who's this? Chris Manhurts. Oh, <laughs> hey man! We also, also have Urban Meyer's favorite grandson, Luke Farrell. Yeah, I don't uh. care about him. Although we'll bring it back when the season starts. The tight end rankings, and we can even make a yeah. prediction on who and will get the farthest on the career tight end receiving yards. And if you remember, it really only takes about two hundred to get in the top fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully it's after not like a difficult list. To really three or four count. games, Evan Ingram I mean, will Evan, be up there. Our boy Evan Ingram is going to shoot up this list. 
James Robinson could be like fourth all time for uh, running backs after this year. Well, not if uh, yeah. ETN takes his uh, his True. carries. That will be interesting. To I see don't think it's definitely going to be a committee. Yeah, I feel like you know it's like it's just little. Just be smart. Like if you're using James Robinson and the team's like run defense absolutely sucks, and you can just like go up the middle for five yards every time, do that. But if that's like not working, then like yeah. Go yeah. crazy, like, Feed you know, bounce it hand. out to the side. Yeah, like. Line them both up. I don't understand why that's a bad, like, you don't think ETN can be in the backfield and then slide over to the slot, and now you don't know who the yeah. fuck's getting the ball. I mean, they both can play. Just be creative and get the best players their touches. It's not like, I honestly feel okay for once because I'm like, we have a coach who knows what he's doing and <laughs> might actually do that sort of thing. Super Bowl, uh, Eagle Super Bowl star Corey Clement just got cut today. Just saying. Oh, bring bring the whole team back. Are we going to claim Corey Clement? Claiming Corey Clement. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know much about him since a couple of years ago when he was. Yeah, that Super Bowl was a while ago. Yeah, I'm sure he's pretty washed at this point. I I think with the receivers that we have, I mean, I don't think they're fantastic still. Uh, Evan Ingram, I hope he can be like better than he has been. And when it comes to like reliable catching, but I just think if Trevor plays better then our offense is going to look like completely different. And just those couple series, it did look completely different, like better than it's looked in a long time. It looked competent. Yeah. 100%. And I <laughs> like was they all like, were confident oh, in what they were doing. Yeah. Um, let me throw this at you. I would argue that Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback that Ingram has ever played with in the NFL. He had like Eli Manning, his career year, his rookie year on like his last year as playing quarterback. Like, and then he had Daniel Jones since then. So didn't he have Geno Smith for one game? Great. When he ruined (laughs) Eli's start streak. That was such, that was horseshit that they did that to Eli. (laughs) A guy who probably played through so many injuries and you're yeah. like yeah we this meaningless game gives us a better chance of winning that's f- fucked up i watched what a about, uh, uh daniel jones low light from the preseason game <laughs> he was trying to throw it to one of his wide receivers and that shit was out of bounds by like 10 feet it was hilarious uh, he gets He's more, so bad He's i don't so understand bad. it um nowadays First, you don't get that kind of time that quarterbacks got back in the day like this you, is you get at most third or fourth here. This is fourth. Fourth? Oh, he's booty. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's so bad. I don't get it. Shimmer, uh, off your point, what about uh, Christian Kirk? Would you say Trevor is the best quarterback he's played with? No, because he had Ky- Kyler. Kyler's yeah, better now than Trevor you is. You think so? Well, this he's season playing... remains to be seen, but um, I mean, Kyler is in, an impressive player, but it's a different type of player. Like, Right. Like, uh, it's a lot more say, a different system, too. So, yeah. But at least he's playing with an adult sized quarterback, finally. That's fair. Although, with a regular sized helmet. Though Christian Kirk is tiny. He was doing bet, an interview with Hayes Tyler's Carline. taller than you, Sean. <laughs> no, Hayes Carline was taller than him. He's only Kyler? like. Yeah. Christian. Oh, Kyler? I'm way taller than him. We all are. He's nice. like 5'7. No, I'm only five six. No, that can't be right. It's on my ID. Yeah, but that doesn't mean make that up. I just said my number fifteen years ago. 
Well, let's I, see. If I said I was like six nine, they wouldn't believe me. I don't know this. No, but if you had said you were five eight, they would have. True. <laughs> Wikipedia says Kyler Murray's five ten. There is absolutely no way that can be possibly true. He's just small for a football player. Yeah, I agree. Okay. He is small, and he's small for a quarterback. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he's probably five nine, five ten at least. Let's see what Christian Kirk. The offensive linemen are six eight. He can't be five foot six, five foot seven. We'll be able to see over any of them. Um, but also a little insight for uh, from the God Hates Jags headquarters when I was watching the game. Your your precious Zay Jones. When they showed the like sideline, they like my precious. <laughs> they were zooming in on Trevor and like Trevor and CJ Beathard were like you know, talking back and forth, like about plays and shit. And Zay Jones was standing there talking with him. So he's like hanging out with the quarterbacks on the sideline. Mingling. I like to see that. Keeping the, uh, like even the Hall of Fame game, when, you know, none of the starters played, the pregame warm-up, they were like in full pads. They went through like a really intense warm-up on the field. And like Doug Peterson, one of his, you know, um, talking with the media said like, he's challenging his players. Like, even if you're not playing, like staying involved like well he started a like a leadership council yeah and it's just up to the players if they want to join obviously trevor (laughs) is a is a part but like that's like peer pressure you've got to do that shit as a quarterback i'm like it's mind games dude like yeah oh yeah you don't have to join the leadership council i don't think he has to i think he wants to like he last you remember that all the pictures of them like shirtless at, uh, at the river Right, yeah. he took all the receivers out. He did that again, but this year he like flew them somewhere. Right, yeah, they went to the Bahamas, like twenty yeah. of them. Like that's a quarterback move that pays dividends throughout the season. Like that's how you get a team bonded, and I think he understands that, which is very mature of a kid who's like ten years younger than us. Yeah, <laughs> or more, whatever. My friends, can I bring up a new player we haven't talked about yet? I'll allow it. I mean. Tony just got in for the Hall of Fame. When can we start planning for Trayvon Walker? Because that wow. man, like, it's just preseason, but two weeks in a row, he's causing havoc already. Like, the he guy is. barely knows how to, like, pat, like rush the passer, but he's just so big. He can just, like, he's just going he off pushes like you out of yeah. the way. He's just going off raw. Like, he needs a new he needs a nickname right now, or talent oh. right now. I can't wait for some natural nickname to come along for this man because he like against uh, the Browns, he would have had another sack, but he got held. So, you know, he got the penalty instead, which is like, you know, also good. But like he's just every week he's making plays. He sacked. And he was this week. Well, last week, that was actually like a starting left tackle that he was playing against in the Raiders game. It wasn't. So, yeah. I think he was in on that forced fumble. I know Rayshon Jenkins got like, the stat for it but Trayvon was like right there I, I mean either way he was right by the ball and if Shaq didn't recover it I think Trayvon would have recovered it because he was running after but he, he is a, he's, a problem <laughs> yeah he's around it he's just super like disruptive right now and like you said noticeably bigger than yeah <laughs> if, if he like gets better as far as like like technique and skills he is going to be I mean outside of injuries monstrous. unlikely he's going to get any worse so I mean, yeah, he's already, exactly. I got to be honest, in two preseason games, he's done more than uh, Taven Bryan had did his entire career. So, 
Oh, Tavon Bryan. Bryan play? Is about, yeah, starting defensive tackle for the Cleveland Browns. Did he play? I'm sure Brandon. That's Scherf what anyone asks every him. time they watch Taven play. <laughs> did he play? Because I didn't see him do anything. Oh, th- I'm ready. Thank God they didn't game plan because he would have destroyed us. <laughs> he was ready. Revenge game. Can I throw a hot take out there? Throw it. Jack's when defense? you ask us if you can do something, I'm just going to start saying no. I will say yes. So go ahead. Oh, man, now I'm conflicted. Jags defense going to be top 12. I'm not going to go top 10. I'm not going to go crazy. So we got to start keeping track of these predictions. Um, we'll have a, a hot take pod right before the season. We'll, we'll do all our predictions. Um, Don't we need to do a, a game okay. prediction? A, a well, record did prediction? we ever pick like our Super Bowl winners and all that? We'll do that. We'll yeah. do that. But we also we'll do, do a Jaguar specific prediction. We'll do all yeah. the games and all the, the, the predictions. That's before week one. Right now it's just it's just straight hype. It's just uh we've not we haven't lost a game. We're all jacked up on Mountain Dew in the Jaguars. And <laughs> everything Good is vibes. is hype and Dude. happiness because the real season hasn't started and, and we haven't been fooled again. You know? And we still got two more preseason games. God, it's great. That's what I'm saying. But also, well, fantasy <laughs> drafts. You know, the absolute through. worst part of everything is, right? So they took away the fourth preseason game, but that week is still there. So it's the last preseason game oh, and yeah. then nothing and then football. Wait, there's a starts. week of nothing? Yeah, there's a week of nothing. Why not schedule like some of the preseason games that week and some of the, like, that's. What? I think it's that was part of the the. <laughs> oh, it's like a agreement. big bye week. Well, it's to give your players time to like recover before the season. Yeah, but just still, get rid of the fucking preseason. <laughs> hey, before man. the preseason just went straight into the regular season. Now there's a week. It's like we're gonna put like the Pro Bowl there. Like that's what you know how they switch the Pro Bowl to before the Super Bowl. Like it's just this boring ass week of nothing. Now that's gonna be torture. Like the NFL just needs ugh. to get rid of the preseason and adopt like a G league, like the NBA where you have a bunch of minor league dudes. You can get called up and then they can play it in the springtime or whatever. Yeah. Like it's so pointless. So get rid of the training games. No one cares. You can have one, allow one of them. One is fine. One is all you need. Just a warm up game. Yeah. If you want to be like, (laughs) there should be one preseason weekend. But it's like a two-day event. So you play one team Saturday and Sunday. And it's kind of like uh, not even like a full game each one. Maybe like a 45-minute, 45-minute. So like one day could be like more of your starters. And one day could be more of your backups. Hey, I'm just spitballing this. This doesn't no sound one would bad. sign up for that. No. Only like two games in two days. People be like, But no, it's shorter. And that. one's more for the starters. And one's more for the backups. No, both are for your entertainment. So I'm they're not going to do it. <laughs> it's wild enough for it to work. I think it could be a thing. I'll shoot it up the. Uh, no matter pipeline. what, just get rid get rid of a couple of these, or at least get rid of that week in between. That's ridiculous. Never let us have the Hall of Fame game again, please. <laughs> well, don't think worry. We used getting. to have five <laughs> preseason <laughs> games. These teams would have five. Oh my god, that's horrible. How do you go um, through that? Oh shit. That would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. So let's keep this train moving. We're going to move it over to our favorite time. It's a little bit. Three questions. 
Alright, so we've had some time. We've been collecting up Hall of Fame game, Hall of Fame speech, preseason game, training camp. Lot to pick from. Who's got a question on their mind? Who's ready to kickstart us? I have nothing. <laughs> Camera is prepared. Not a single question. Uh, I got one. I'll get y'all going. All right. All right. So what you got Patrick. This season, uh, who would you rather see redeem themselves in your eyes with their play? Uh, Visca or Chason? So this is just like subjectively, who do we like more? <laughs> who would you rather see, like, yeah, like I said, redeem themselves and like change like their perception? Um, Chason means nothing to me. Like Visca's <laughs> already cool. He just, you know, that man got sophomore slumped by Urban Meyer. It would happen to the best of us. But like Visca's already got like a cool ass personality. Chason, literally, like no one likes anything about him. Everyone is against him. <laughs> And I'm not going to be the one that's trying to, like, swim upstream. So I'm rolling with my boy Visca. You know Plus, what? I feel like we have enough on defense to not need Chase on. Like, I want yeah. as much firepower for Trevor. So give me Visca. Breaking tackles. All right. Who do I think is more likely to redeem themselves? Visca. Who would I rather see? Probably still Visca. But I'm going to make the <laughs> argument for Chase on because Sean went that way. I don't think you can ever have enough pass rushers. So if he's right. himself, he's getting to the quarterback. They are very light at the linebacker department. So if he could be a guy who could play there, that's more important than I think pass catchers. Cause I think they can kind of replicate what LaVisca does with some of their skill position already. Um, but I also think LaVisca is definitely due for a bounce back, assuming he can stay healthy and actually plays just be he, uh, was definitely not prepared for Urban Meyer, I think. And right. that's why, like, it's such a disparity between his first year and his second that something had to have happened. And I'm betting this coaching staff is far better for his sort of play. I just like, if I, I don't know, because if LaVisca was like entrenched as, like, say, like a number two and he like had high hopes for him going into the season, I would feel like a lot better about our receivers. But like you said, having, or he's a he might be the number two guy. He might and not make Kirk the team. lines up at the slot. No, worst case he gets traded. Maybe, but they're not. Yeah, I mean, you're right. did ball out. Would that be like a top three, like eating crow on a player after shit talking them so much? Who else was so bad? And if he were to hypothetically like ball out for the Jags, yeah, C.J. Henderson. But no, he he sucked the whole time. Uh, he had that one good game, his very first game. Yeah, ever. he had one good game, and then we were got, like, he got Hall the of big fame. CJ Anderson, and then he got Gardner Minshew. Maybe no, we I went still, from like I still think making fun of him to being like this could be good. Right. But even he started hot, and then like more fizzled out. It would be if Tim Tebow came back and quarterback to team to a super bowl <laughs> by the way i'm gonna sneak this in this is this i'm just gonna make is this that my your question. question it wasn't going to be but now it is no let's, 
what are you the have top? to officially declare your question. Similar. Wait, to did you even bankruptcy. ask the question? <laughs> I, I kind of just piggybacked <laughs> off yours. All right, my official question. No piggybacking. Which player made us eat like the most crow about? Oh, them? that's bullshit. Uh, came in here sucking it up, and everyone was like, "Fuck!" Kind of like what Trent that's Balky's doing. That's an easy answer, doing. though. Trent Balky's winning over the people. Easy Some of it, answer. it's like seventy percent, like ton in cheek, but he's making it happen. All right, who? You Shimmer. Reggie Nelson. But he didn't do it for the Jags. That's my he point. Deemed himself afterwards. Oh, that's what I thought you meant. Well, okay, you mean I'll give us it both personally ways. or the Jags. Okay, I like where you're going. Yeah, who sucked for us, and then oh. went on to be good maybe for another team. Everybody. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, I thought True. that was what your question, not who did we talk all this shit about and actually was good. Yeah, I was. And I meant it more like who proved proved us wrong on for that, our team. It would be Justin Herbert because I made fun of his name in our very first podcast, and I was like, he's going to be garbage. So of well, course, they had to be on. He was team. good. They had to be on the team at some point. Um. Well, I gave you mine. Sorry, Reggie it's a very open. Oh, take the question however you want. Your right. own personal eating. I'm trying throw, to think of like a Jag specific player. Like, yeah, who came here, sucked for like one or two years, and everyone was like. Fuck this motherfucker, and then came back and balled out Alan and got us started. Uh, I mean, it's not that they sucked, but like David Garrard, like won the starting job after being on the team for a couple of years. But yeah, he didn't suck to begin with; he was just a backup. So I can't really think of one. You know what? I um, that made me think of something, but uh. <laughs> Leonard Fournette also left and won a Super Bowl. That wasn't because of Leonard Fournette. Uh, oh, playoff Lenny. <laughs> yeah, playoff Lenny. Didn't he score two touchdowns Lenny. in the Super Bowl? No, nah, he was great for us in the playoffs. He's part of the reason we win as far as we did. Oh, yeah. He was fine as a Jaguar. I still like him, yeah. Yeah, I did too. Um, but no, nice. uh, fat Lenny. During the preseason, I was thinking it was uh, every Browns quarterback is uh, African-American. And the reason that I thought that, well, I mean, obviously that's unusual typically, but I thought that Jaguars are the first team to ever do that, right? Wasn't it uh, David Garrard, Byron Leftwich, and Quinn Gray? Right. I'm pretty sure they're the first team ever. And I just, that reminded me. I think me we of were that the when first we were watching team to the preseason have, like, game. Rostered. Yeah. Like three African American Only. Yeah. Right. Good job, yeah. Jags. Interesting. Yeah. Jags, the most progressive team in the NFL. All hey, right. Man, I love Doug Peterson, <laughs> but I'll always have. That soft spot where I thought Byron left, which was going to be our coach for like two hours. Yeah, you were a big Byron guy. I'm super happy we didn't hire him. Um, <laughs> well, that's Sean, you just inspired it. And I think you'll love it because you and Doug Peterson have something in common, Ooh. which is I already know a love for ice cream. So, with my three questions, <laughs> what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Well, Shimmer, I'm glad you asked. You want to take this first, Patrick? <laughs> no, I'm, I think I have a boring answer, so go ahead. Well, around town locally, I love me a Wits. Got to go get a Witzer. I go chocolate with hot caramel sauce and brownies mixed in. If I'm heading over to my Publix, shout out to the new San Marco Publix on the second floor. That was pretty dope. Ben and Jerry's, I'm going fish food. I like the caramel and the chocolate chunkies. And the marshmallows. Oh, but if I'm much. going, if I'm going much. Publix Premium, Cookie Quarry is the way to go. Though they changed their branding, it used to be like a really what cute is Cookie little, Quarry? Oh, Cookie Quarry, it's like chocolate ice cream with Oreos in it. 
Okay. And so the cookies uh, and cream? But it's not like vanilla or Oreo ice cream. It's chocolate, so it's good. And uh, <laughs> But the, the little packaging one for the, like, a cute little, like, dump truck backing in, like, Oreos into, like, a chocolate quarry. Now it's this, like, really weird steampunk uh, theme. And it's just, like, very, like, I don't know, out there and not fitting to anything. So it cooled me a little on it, but it's still delish. All right. Sometimes the Ben and Jerry's have this is gonna this is gonna be blasphemous. Sometimes they have like too much like chunky stuff in it. Like if you get like the fish food, there's like there's so many marshmallows and there's so many chocolate chunks. Like, you know how people like water things down? You gotta like just buy a tub of plain chocolate ice cream and like water your ice cream down. That's not well, bad. Like, Just take out half and half each time. Yeah. I Mix go, so I don't know about like brands, but if I'm buying like store-bought ice cream, I'm like a mint chocolate chip. Oh, but disgusting. I do. <laughs> what? I get to, I do yeah. mint. mint. When mint. I go to, no, mint's good, dude. With the, yes. I, okay, so mint chocolate chip. I like the mint chocolate chip with like the chocolate flakes, not like chips. Yeah, you I don't like any ice cream. I do, but like, my favorite part is the flakes. I don't like any of the, uh, the rest. Can we all agree like, ice creams mm. that have like the chocolate fudge swirl is always like gross. It's like weird. The texture is just never good. I don't like no, it. I don't mind that. Ugh, no, get that out of here. I will I'll give away my Dream at, uh order. It's a milkshake with Reese's Cups, bananas, and cinnamon toast crunch. Mm. Wow. Avoid the twigs at Dreamette because they like freeze in the ice cream and that shit will break your teeth in half. Can I tell you, I've never been to Dreamette. Oh, man. Yeah, give it a try sometime. I I just Uh, can't ever go because I never have cash, bro. Who lives in a cash world? Not me. I need it. I have a card. Sorry, Dreamette. I would love to give you more of my business. They don't accept card? Nope. Cash only. That's totally a money laundering front. Something. I will Uh, say. That's the dream, Matt. On the opposite mm-hmm. side, fuck Briars. It's not even legally ice cream. It's called a frozen dessert on the packaging because it doesn't meet the like milk and fat content, you know, requirements to be called ice cream. So don't Does eat Briars. Taste good? I don't know. I don't eat it. It's not ice cream. Have you ever had yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yogurt's not pretending frozen to be frozen yogurt. Though. Sure it is. Fro-yo. What is it doing then? Um, by the way, favorite ice cream. I don't know. I have whatever this is my favorite ice cream like treat is the blizzard from dairy queen i get a vanilla with reese's and that's a classic just vanilla and reese's that's all i want that's your vanilla my my uh brother-in-law we go to wits and he orders a small kid size of vanilla and i'm just like why did you even come out man yeah that's not even like fun yeah, that's not <laughs> treating yourself. That's like denying yourself anything. It's might as well not even do it. I literally, I would eat it and find I couldn't enjoy it. I Does need he order just like food. cheese pizza. Have you had the hey, strawberry whoa, whoa. frosty yet? It's pretty solid. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, strawberry frosty. Not strawberry gonna lie. frosty. It's pretty good. It's got, by the way, uh, peach milkshake at Chick Fil A too. That sounds, that sounds interesting. No, it's actually interesting. Peach milkshake. I love oh, peach. Good. I love peaches, but peaches it's so like yeah. <laughs> but like fresh peaches, it's such a gamble because it's either delicious or it's gonna taste like absolute crap after one bite. 
So like peach milkshakes, peach smoothies, it's kind of like a cheat because they add sugar. So, you know, it's going to be a good peach flavor because it's going to be sweetened up. So it's not bad. Speaking of uh, the bakery in our neighborhood, Sean has uh, peach grilled cheese, which is super good. Oh, I've seen. Can we not name drop them? Is it? I don't know if we can. They're not a sponsor. Fuck them. Oh, what? But I love them. Not yet. <laughs> Community loves. Check them out, everyone. Yeah, if, you're in, if you're in the hill, you know what's up. I've, I would. Uh, that sounds weird. No, it's good. Because it's like <laughs> try it. and sweet. I'll try anything once. Their tomato it's soup good. is divine. Why? They thing. make good stuff. <laughs> they make good stuff. They're pretty solid. All right. We give All way right. too much money to them. That was a good question because it was somewhat related to football. Um, yeah, high, but... high engagement on the ice cream <laughs> front. We talked <laughs> very in depth about when our, we uh, uh, when we hired Dougie Doug Peterson to the pod. Do what, Shimmer? Uh, just in case Dougie P wanted our orders, he he now has them. Oh, that's right. I was wondering what the relevance was. Yeah, because Doug Peterson's ice, ice cream guy. He's a big, yeah. big. Ice Everybody cream. is. When we hired, he finishes every every meeting with "Let's go get some ice cream," even if they don't have ice cream. (laughs) That's his thing. Except for Sean's brother-in-law, everyone likes ice cream. Doug Peterson would have cut his ass. (laughs) Get off my team, small kid, vanilla head ass. Eat some damn ice cream and then kick him. He just he doesn't even eat it; just puts on the table and watches it melt and cries. (laughs) All right, it's game time. Got on long enough. I believe Patrick has one. I do. I do. Let's play a game, motherfucker. All right. So I'm bringing back an oldie buddy goodie. You guys should already know by now if I'm doing a game, it's going to be spend their money. So that's right. That's right. Uh, All of our rookies have signed their contracts. They've gone through training camp. Uh, I would assume that they're all going to make the team. Therefore, they want to celebrate, and they would like us to spend some of their money uh, to stimulate the local economy here in their new town. So let's start with uh, spinning the wheel. Let's start with Monteric Brown. Uh, Monteric, oh, for the rules, for everyone listening, I'm going to give you an amount of money, whether it be their entire salary, their yearly average, or their guarantee. And Sean and Shimmer are going to try to spend the most of it on one of two items. Um, so, Monteric Brown. Uh, we're going to want to spend his average yearly salary of $943,000. Uh, easy. Easy, yeah. We you can, can do just that. give him a million dollars. Well, it actually, it rounds up to about 944. So, let's just say that. Not that it matters. So, would you buy... The world's most expensive bathtub cut from 20,000 pounds of Amazonian crystal stone. Or, by a the way, small it's six feet by six vanilla feet. ice cream. Or, yeah, a bunch of those. Or <laughs> the, <laughs> the original script, Audrey Hepburn's script from Breakfast at Tiffany's, including her personal notes. Ooh. Does my boy... George Costanza get to see those notes. Why would he? That's a that's a deep cut joke from a Seinfeld fans. I don't remember that one. Uh, he has to go and watch Breakfast with Tiffany's 
with that family. Oh, like, I do remember that home. episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of that movie because I've never <laughs> seen it. Um, all right. Who's first? Sean. I'm going just because it sounds way better in my life. I don't give a fuck about some notes from a movie, but some custom fancy ass bougie place to get clean. That is my jam. I love showering. I love being clean. It's Give me bathtub. that. No bathtub. It's a 4,000 pound bathtub. Same thing. 4, I can get clean in pounds. it. And it's made of what? Amazonian what? Amazonian crystal stone. Oh my god. That just sounds like it's going to extend my life. Six feet by six feet. Perfect. I'm like Just to, uh, you know, I'm going to go Audrey Hepburn just to go against Sean. Hopefully go up a point. I think originally I was feeling the bathtub, but, you know, I would imagine it's not that much money. They pay actors 30 million just to be in these movies. It's reasonable. Let's go Audrey Hepburn and breakfast. So, yeah, I I personally would buy the bathtub, but Audrey Hepburn's original script from Breakfast at Tiffany's is $847,000. The bathtub is $845,000. Ooh, so shimmer you get a point all right so uh let's go with chad muma uh Ooh. we're gonna want to spend uh his guaranteed salary of one million one hundred and twenty six thousand dollars so to spend his guaranteed money would you lease a panda from the chinese government a giant panda for a year. Lease. Lease. You have to lease it. <laughs> we want this motherfucker back. You can't just buy it. <laughs> you have to lease. You like my panda? You need like I'm a panda it. card to like you don't even, it's not even leased to buy. Just oh, apparently, like they lease them to zoos and you have to like pay for it yearly. So this poor guy, uh, he I, needs a permanent home. He doesn't want to get moved from zoos. What to are zoos? they gonna do if you just like Come get them. <laughs> I don't know. There's probably a fee associated with it. So yeah. lease a giant panda from the Chinese government or... What happens to the babies? All right, sorry. <laughs> or buy everyone in attendance at a sold-out Jaguars game a pint of elk milk. Elk milk? Elk milk. Patrick, be thinking of some random ass shit to Google. Oh, elk milk. All right. All you should. Yeah, my search history is all sorts. Of <laughs> FBI's like the fuck. What? Uh, forget it. Um. All right. How many seats does the uh, Jaguar Stadium hold? I mean, like sixty-five uh, capacity. Sixty-seven thousand six hundred and forty-one pints of elk milk. <laughs> I'm going to say, for whatever reason, elk milk is incredibly rare (laughs) and therefore a pint will cost a pretty penny and if you times that by sixty-five thousand pints it equals a large sum of money and i also forgot what the other one was elk milk (laughs) you forgot about leasing a giant panda yeah that made me laugh i mean tired (laughs) even if the elk pint was a dollar pint that's sixty-seven thousand dollars i'm thinking it's is it going to cost ten to twenty dollars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm saying even if it was one dollar, I don't think a panda is going to be more than. What the fucker? I'm just saying it's a dollar in my scenario. 
And I don't think a panda is going to be more than $67,000. So I got to go with the way more. It's way more than 67,000 to rent a panda. I bet you could get a panda for like 40, 40k. Lease a panda. Yeah, you're just leasing them. Yeah, way more rare than like, uh, you know, a Tesla. Yeah, there's some pandas out there. <laughs> Costs the same, but all right, go ahead. There's only a handful of giant pandas around anymore. So, mm-hmm. so you're both going milk. Yeah, elk milk. Give me that gut milk. All right. Well, yeah, I got that reference. <laughs> to to lease a panda from the Chinese government is a flat $1 million. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, 67,641 pints of elk milk is going to run you $1,104,000. So you both got it there. And yes, elk milk is extremely rare. Elks are nervous and aggressive, making them tough to milk. <laughs> Come here, you. These are the kind hard-hitting facts you hear <laughs> on God Hates Jags. It is a, uh, it has a long history elk. in Native American cuisine. So. An elk has nipples, Greg. Would you <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Snoop, old Snoop Connor. Snoop-a-loop. Uh, we're going to spend his entire four-year contract $3,986,000. So, Jeez. would you buy the world's most expensive Monopoly board game? It is made out of 23-karat gold with ruby, sapphire, and diamonds. Or, buy each player on the 53-man roster the world's most expensive painting done by a group of elephants. <laughs> they're, I, feel like, they're, I feel like you're just copy and pasting these questions. I swear to spots. God, this is real stuff. I remember so, this weird. I remember you talking about elephants. They are yeah. elephants from the Mesa Elephant Camp in Thailand. Ooh. And they paint. What do they paint? Pictures of uh, uh, other well, elephants? Some of their paintings are called Tilted Cold Wind. Oh, he has a title. Mist. Do they paint charming with llama. their trunks? Yes, they do. Is it more than one elephant per painting? It's a group of elephants. All right, yeah. who goes first? How do they know what their subject is? <laughs> it's whatever they're inspired by. Mm, I think it's just elks trying to eat a paintbrush, but um, elephants, <laughs> whatever. Elephants. Uh, <laughs> Sean, you're up first. Uh, I'm pulling a shimmer and I totally forgot what the first thing was. So I'm going with those elephants because it got more of a conversation out of us. <laughs> I do think anytime I have a theory, anytime it involves math that Patrick had to do, that's generally the higher one. Because <laughs> he put up more effort into it. Yes. However, I'm going to go against the grain here. Go with the first one, which was the world's most expensive Monopoly board oh, made right. of expensive stuff. So the expensive stuff Monopoly board. Oh, I got it wrong. <laughs> is two million dollars. Fifty-three of the world's most expensive paintings by a group of elephants is two million and sixty-seven thousand dollars. 
Oh, so your no, elephant should have stuck with the strategy. <laughs> well, now you that you guys are tied strategy. up right now, you guys yeah. are tied up right now. Math so, equals more. <laughs> wait, what? Uh, Shouldn't I be ahead of Shimmer? Three no, to we're two? tied. No, you both have two. You missed the first one. Oh, yeah. Fuck. All right. <laughs> so uh, your world record, Trayvon. Uh, we're gonna spend his yearly salary of nine million three hundred and forty-three thousand. Uh, to spend that much money, would you hire Rihanna for a private concert at the stadium? Yes, I would. Or buy the world's most expensive tank? <laughs> Do you already know the details? Usually, have more weird ass details. I mean, I can. It's it's a record-setting tank produced in South Korea with a 1500 horsepower motor that allows it to go 70 kilometers an hour. Nice. Do you have more facts on Rihanna? What is that in miles? Do you need more facts on Rihanna? I could use some more facts on Rihanna. <laughs> I actually I don't have any more. Uh, well, I'm gonna, it's disappointing. I'm gonna, oh wait, oh Shimmer's turn. Um Isn't it fair. As much as I love my girl Riri, I think <laughs> that's an excessive amount charge for one concert um therefore she's one of the world's biggest artists i get that but it probably like say the world's biggest artist went to a bar mitzvah you think they charge nine mil (laughs) it's possible and if she gets paid that more power to her but I know these defense contractors charge <laughs> ridiculous amounts of money. So I'm guessing the world's fastest tank is probably in demand. Give me the tank. All right. Sean? I really don't know that much about Rihanna. The last big song I know of hers was the Umbrella song. And... That's enough for me to go off of. I like that song. It's a good song. It's catchy. I'm going to go with Rihanna. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Sean. I don't really know any other Rihanna songs except that one. I know who she there's is more. by face, but I'm sure there's more. <laughs> she wouldn't be able to charge. She wouldn't be able to charge $8 million for a concert if there wasn't more to her music. But she would still have to spend half a million dollars to drive a tank to her concert because the tank costs eight and a half million dollars. That's pretty close. Jeremy, your logic works out on that one. All right, so. How many uh, are left? I've got three more. Oof. Let's go. Greg <laughs> Jr. will knock this out real quick. Let's he can rent, rent a Bugatti Veyron uh, to drive to all 17 games of the season or, Oh, by the way, we're going to spend uh, $3,800,000 rent a Bugatti to drive to every game or take the whole team on a private jet tour of the world. Uh, the world, the world, this jet tour will stop in Dubai, Cambodia, Morocco, Easter Island, Amongst others. I, Bugatti, go with that first option. Mm. Uh, jet tour around the world, switch it up. Seems like a lot of destinations and jet fuel ain't cheap. 
You're right. It's only going up. The Jet Sell that Ford to Taylor Swift will cost three million one hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars, and to Ooh. rent a Bugatti for seventeen weeks will cost three million and ninety-four thousand dollars. The Jet Tour is more expensive. Oh, and he takes a commandingly. <laughs> I was getting excited. I thought I won. Sure. All right. I so. Won. I thought you would have oh, taken got... more off our club seat experience with the high life. Yeah, but you, didn't, clearly... you didn't see any Bugattis in the <laughs> parking lot? I'm joking in. You know, I'm a man of the people. I was there living <laughs> the life, but in my head, I was, I was down slumming it. Uh, all with right, two more. Sweaties in the bud zone. Devin Lloyd. Uh, we're going to spend his guaranteed $12,930,000 contract he can use that money to buy the original acts of Congress signed by George Washington or to bail Bernie Madoff out of jail. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go bail Bernie Madoff out of jail. Bail Bernie Madoff out of jail. I'm first and uh, I would guess Bernie Madoff's bail is an astronomical number. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Let's go, Bernie. Sean? Um, I don't know if I need to go opposite of, of him. You know, you I, I play for integrity. I don't play for... Uh, just to just to get the points. So I'm also the losers no. mentality. All right, we're going George Washington. He's getting in your head. We're going George right. Washington. His he teeth, did it. His teeth so were made of wool. All right, to bail Bernie Madoff out of jail was going to cost you ten million buckaroos. To buy the original acts of Congress signed by George Washington himself, only nine point eight million. Oh, so Bernie takes the cake there. Made off. Shimmer, Shimmer won this game, but I did the research, so we're going to knock out this last one. Luke <laughs> Fortner, <laughs> we're going to spend his average salary of $1,375,000 on some ridiculous shit. Is he going to buy every player on the team a reticulated python or buy John Lennon's teeth? His teeth? His teeth. You can buy John Lennon's teeth. Apparently you can. Did a grave robber take his teeth? <laughs> his teeth were sold at a charity auction in 2011. I wrote those the are song just, about a teeth. Those, those are just some random dude's teeth, by the way. Most but, likely, uh, yeah. Fucked up. I want um, the python just because I've never heard of a reticulated python, so I'm going to Google that later. The most expensive python. <laughs> um... They're quite deadly, and apparently they can swallow humans whole. So that's obviously why you want it as a pet. Uh, I would say the teeth, because it's disgusting. <laughs> and who would buy that? Sickos with lots of money. That's who. Even if it is for charity. It's, it's for charity the same way Urban Meyer's cameo is for charity. Okay, well, to be fair, one of his teeth sold at the auction, but the average person has 32 teeth. So if you were to have all of them, this would be the cost for all of his teeth. Oh, someone just bought a single tooth? I thought it was at least like a nice like... Yeah, you said teeth, jaw. not tooth. Well, I'm saying hypothetically, <laughs> okay. if, if they had all of them, 
this is how much it would cost. What if he also still had his like wisdom teeth? Well, then there'd be 34 of them. All right. Well, if that factors into me winning this one correctly, we're going to go ahead and call it. <laughs> okay. So, Sean, you're saying the reticulated python and Shimmer, you're saying all of John Lennon's teeth. You can't handle the tooth. <laughs> all right. So, Shimmer has swept this game. He got every single one right. That's right. I missed one. I missed yeah. one. Okay. Which one did you miss? I got you down um, for six. Uh, the third one, I think. No, it doesn't matter. You still won. <laughs> Sean, you got two right. The reticu- uh, 53 reticulated pythons uh, is... Oh, actually, Sean, I'm sorry. You got the last one right. The pythons are more expensive than all of John Lennon's teeth. I don't trust so this it math. wasn't that bad. What were the numbers? Was the differential? Uh, 53 reticulated pythons is going to cost you $1,325,000. All of John Lennon's teeth are going to cost you $1,179,000. How much did that one tooth go for? $36,857. Did anyone, like, what, do they have a tooth guy? It's like, this is clearly... Lennon's DNA. This yeah. guy I guess they had it rushed like and lost every day. By a, a great a, like a forensic dentist. You would think it's not yeah. a great tooth because he was British. Yeah, in the 60s, it was okay to have bad teeth and still That's be a right. sex symbol. He also was that somewhere. Uh, he was also like smoking cigarettes. Like <laughs> oh, he was also <laughs> smoking weed and doing acid and. Hmm. And dating yeah, the Yoko good old Nona. days. Still not that. <laughs> Although, if you haven't seen that Disney Plus documentary, it is super duper cool. <laughs> I've seen bits here and there. Can That's confirm. Um, cool. Well, all right. Well, we did congratulations, it, boys. Shimmer. Champion. Right. Well, congrats to you, Shimmer. I'm a humble loser. I tip my tooth to you. <laughs> Your cap. Tooth. All right. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Get me some a small kid scoop of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> uh, nothing in it. Thanks for hanging out with the God Hates Jags crew. We'll try to hop oh, on. Geez. Trevor, we had to cut him for time. We'll try to hop on one more time before the season starts to keep the hype train going because inevitably, you know, the shit's going to hit the fan. So let's, oh, keep, let's keep the positive vibes going. So we'll try to hop on one more time, maybe like let's after the that. last preseason. Yeah, because we had that I just whole want... gap in between preseason and regular season now. Perfect time I just for a want... If Zay Jones becomes a real thing, I want all the Jaguar fans to just go, oh, Zay. <laughs> that's, that's all I'll I want. I'll do that. If he does. <laughs> I want that I to personally be a thing. Do that. We need the DJ yeah. for the, uh, you know, for the Jumbotrons, like every like big, you know, like we used to have like Drew back in the day. Yeah, for Jones that Drew. should be his thing. We, we need like a John here. No, we need a uh, Jose Zay. Jose Ooh. Zay. We could do all the Zay puns. All Zay, that's we right. could do that. He deserves it. <laughs> oh, I will oh, say nice. my least favorite part. <laughs> about the preseason game is I forgot they don't do all the sweet ass graphics on the Jumbotron, all the like lock down the bank and stuff like that. They I don't? Guess, nah, they're probably still filming and like, you know, editing them. So they got to see the, who makes the team. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, had, like true. a flashing light. I am surprised like no one got a seizure from watching this thing at the preseason oh. game. It was like intense. <laughs> I don't think they've tested it with how big the Jumbotron is. Uh, they're only that's gonna- fun. 
Somebody's, somebody's going season. down. Just beware. <laughs> yeah, well, then well, we never have night games, and they still didn't go all out with the lights and everything. Yeah, that's the only reason. Uh, well, that's the, the main reason I wanted to go is because this is guaranteed to be our one night game. I know. True. Well, yeah. Jags don't go all out, but God hates Jags always goes all out for our fans. As always, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. See you on the social medias. Go Jags. Shout out to Jonas if he's still out there. Jonas!